the Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. Did you see that? Did you see Joe Biden answer a question that was never asked in the interview? <laughs> we got that coming up. We'll share that with you. <laughs> can your um, can your workplace be a place for political protest? Well, if you're in the NBA, it can be. But try doing that at your place of work starting on Monday. And well, try being conservative and, do and it. doing that. Incredibly good point. And Kamala Harris says America, that's never good. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio, as the Founding Fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful day. We've got some weather headed our way. What's left of the hurricane? Man, there's a lot of activity down in the Atlantic. I'm going to have a good time. Wait, wait. Where, the, is that the Atlantic or are you talking about the Gulf of Mexico? Is it considered the Atlantic? The it's Gulf actually, of Mexico is the Gulf of Mexico. Well, you meant Atlantic. You said Atlantic. In the know. Atlantic, in the Atlantic, off the coast of Africa, there's a whole. Band oh, I see what you're saying. Of things churning. Yeah, I'm not a. I don't even watch weather. I don't even know weather until you I wake up. Just wait for it to no, come. No, actually, I just wait for you to text me and go, "You're going to get rain today." And oh, thanks, Richard. Yeah. So you're actually tied in in a way that is. Let me text you right now. You're going to get rain tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up at five. Um, the Democrat General Assembly, wow. They, I don't even know if you know half of it. The bills that they uh, introduced to uh, to make assaulting a police officer a misdemeanor other than a felony, the other bills that you don't even know about, we're going to share that with you at 5. You'll begin to think, what has happened to the place of Jefferson, Madison, Patrick Henry, George Washington, what happened at Virginia? You won't believe it. So at 5, we'll give you an update on that. And uh, and then check us out, theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. There's a live button. Click on that. It takes you to live right to our show. And, of course, you can check out the videos posted there at theleebrothers.com. It's pretty simple. If I was uh, an alien from outer space, Richard. You know, oftentimes I've wondered myself. I'm not. But if I were an alien <laughs> and if I was planted in the DNC, okay, and then in the RNC. I was at both conventions. I knew nothing. I didn't know anything about this planet. I didn't know anything about these countries. And I was in the DNC convention. Then I went to the RNC convention. There is no way you couldn't walk out of the RNC convention and say, I like that country better. Wow. These people are great. I like The last one sucked, but these people are great. I mean, think about that. Either in, if you're in the DNC convention, you're thinking America's racist. It's got all kinds of other problems. It's horrible. The people were angry, always complaining. You walk in the RNC, it's American flag. America's the greatest. There's better hope for America. The freedom of America, how great America is. They, they even went on to say America's not racist. What part of a country do you want to be in? And, and seriously, if you're a Democrat, I mean, you can't look at the RNC and think, I can't stand well, I mean, I guess you. if you're a Democrat, you probably do look at the RNC and go, I hate America. I can't believe those people are missing how bad America is. That's the difference. And it was so radical and so much a heart-lifting event that I would think that, that an alien from outer space would pick up on it and be able to go, you know what? I'm a Republican and they didn't even know it. <laughs> he would go, he'd go back to his ship and say, this is not the place for us. You know, black lives is are the only lives that matter down there, and we're all gray. So, 
Right. Let's move on to the next plan. Or at least hope the Republicans win. Where you have a truly colorblind society in the Republican Party. If you watch that D, uh, the RNC, the argument that Trump is a racist is done. It's over. That's stupid. Everyone knows oh, yeah, it. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Intelligent, intelligent people know that that's stupid and it's not true. Right. So do we have to go through the, the clips of the RNC and Trump? No. You know what I want to talk about? What Kamala Harris said before Trump's speech yesterday. You could go over what she said in the past <laughs> six months and have an entire show. Right. Uh, but what that this would, lady has said. But that would be painful to not only you and me, be but very to the audience. Painful. Here she is, thinks you should give your house right. to the first black family that rings the doorbell. Or to anyone who is what they consider to be a minority or underprivileged or the biggest attack upon the Trump administration. So here's what Kamala Harris said in the speech before Trump. I want you to listen to it. Just the tone of it. Remember, she's the vice president, wants to be, the vice president of the United States. We also see pain, hurt, and destruction. Okay, stop right there. That's the opening part. Yeah, that's what's going on in Portland and around the country. Democrat places, sure. And it's all race-related. It's all racism. Vice President of the United States begins by saying how awful everything is. Anyway, let's let her finish. We'll- we also see pain, hurt, and destruction mm-hmm. in the aftermath of yet another black man shot by police. Jacob Blake shot seven times in the back in broad daylight in front of his three young sons. Seven times in the back in broad daylight. In- okay, I'm going to stop it there for a second. You begin to see what's happening here. Kamala Harris wants to stir hate and race relations. That's what she wants to do. She wants chaos so that she can be the one who saves the country. This is the vice president of the United States. This guy who was shot isn't walking along the street with his three kids and the police pull up and shoot him in the back. That's not what happened. But if you didn't know when you were listening to Kamala Harris, who wants to be the vice president of the United States, you would think, what are we doing? We're killing black people in the streets with their kids. It's not what happened. Not at all. Not even close. The guy was reaching for a knife. He was a criminal, a sex offender. He was wanted. He was a bad person. Anyway. In front of his three young sons. Yeah, we heard that part. As Vice President Biden put it, the shots fired at Mr. Blake pierced the soul of our nation. Why? Are we all sex offenders? We're all bad people? We're criminals? We all have a knife in the floorboard? The police aren't shooting people in the back in front of their kids because they woke up one day and said, that's it. This is the vice president. She wants to be the vice president of the United States and is sowing seeds of hate. Imagine if she would have come out and said, here's what happened. We don't know all the details. We don't know them all. Here's what we know about this guy, though. He's really a bad dude. And it will work itself out in the courts. But America isn't bad. Her case is the opposite. America sucks. It's sickening to watch. See? It's all too familiar. Oh, here we go. And it must end. It must. 
Thankfully, he is alive today. But he is fighting for his life, and he shouldn't have to be. Because of evil cops in America. My heart goes out to the Blake family as they endure an ordeal that is tragically common in our country. It's common. The cops are killing good family people walking around with their kids in the middle of daylight. Seven times, Scott and Richard. In their back, seven times he was shot. This is Kamala Harris. This is the Democratic Party. This is disgusting. She had to be ashamed of herself. And quite honestly, who would vote for someone like this? It's not true. People aren't being dragged out and killed by the police officers. Sadly, it happens all the time in this country. Every day almost. If you're a criminal fighting the police, not obeying them as they're telling you to stop, you might have a problem. If you are one of the law-abiding people, not trying to fight the police, this isn't happening to you. America is not what she said. Oh, she goes on. One more clip before the break. You won't believe this. We all grew up reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. But now, we must give real meaning to its words. That is unbelievable. So oh, just now. It hasn't meant anything before. Everything we did, as far as reciting the Pledge of Allegiance, is irrelevant. Apparently. We have to give meaning to the words today. Today. They had no meaning before, Kamala Harris. And her homies want to drop under God from the pledge. They want it gone. All the caucuses did at the DNC. There is a radical difference between the Democrats Joe and the Republicans. homies, too. They all want it dropped. Next, Kamala Harris is going to tell you that blacks in America were never treated as fully human. We'll have that clip in 60 seconds. We'll share it with you. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. So one just quick question. Why would Kamala Harris, the vice president choice, give the speech yesterday before Donald Trump gives his? That's that's a very good question. We kind of know the answer, but it's kind of fun to talk about, isn't it? It's obvious Biden would have been a train wreck. So send Harris out there to tell us how much we should hate the country or how much the country hates black people, according to Kamala Harris. Biden gets just a little bit tired and... Only God knows what's going to come out of his mouth. All right, coming it could up, be anything. Coming up at 435, we'll share the, uh, the the Joe Biden interview where he answers a question that was never asked. It's actually hilarious. Anyway, back to Kamala Harris. Here's, Kamala. Here's how she continued with it. This is unbelievable. Listen to this. One nation under God, mm. indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Such drama. Justice. Okay. Let's talk about that. Here we go. Listen to this. Because the reality is that the life of a black person in America has never been treated as fully human. I don't even know. Not true. Not true. That is that is so awful for someone who's running for president of the United States to say that in America, the black person has never been fully human. That's unbelievable. Yet... It's it's lapped up. It's not true. I know LeBron James can complain that 
black people are hurting why he is, you know, making multiple million dollars in the greatest country on the planet. How can a vice presidential candidate or any candidate for that matter make comments like this? You know, Trump said last night in his speech that the Democrats are so busy hating the country, how can they lead it? Incredibly good point. It was a great line in his speech. And they do. How can a vice president say this? Is that the life of a black person in America has never been treated as fully human. It's just a lot. That is not true. And we have yet to fulfill that promise of equal justice under law. And that isn't true. This has got to stop. By the way, isn't she considered the first black woman to run for VP? She's standing on a stage in front of the entire United States of America as the VP candidate to be president and vice president, and she has the nerve to stand there and go, black people have never been fully human? Forget me for a second, she might want to say, because you're standing on a huge stage in front of 330 million people in America, the biggest melting pot, the most diverse country ever, and the best place for real freedom, and you hate it? You're disgusting human, quite honestly. She really is. It's unbelievable. She's the biggest racist probably that's ever run for that high in office. She is a racist. You know. Through and through. You know what she says isn't true. She knows this country is the best place for all races on the planet. So she's doing this as a political stunt. And to stir more riots on the street, apparently. Anyway, she continues. Here's how she finishes this one off here. We will only achieve that when we finally come together to pass meaningful police reform and broader criminal justice reform and acknowledge, yes, acknowledge Mm. and address systemic racism. See, America's racist. Well, let's start with you, Kamala. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. Show us how it's done because you're the biggest racist in in this presidential campaign so I can't stand that woman she is uh she she is so negative so dark hates america so much that she can fix it you know it's it's uh the democratic party and then she went on to say a bunch of funny things about trump for example this one which i thought was hilarious instead of rising to meet the most difficult moment of his presidency shazam donald trump froze he was scared. <laughs> he was so afraid. Now, that's just funny. He was so afraid. He, was, he froze and he was scared because of the COVID-19 virus. And he was shaking. <laughs> Who really? Does she really think he was scared in the corner somewhere? I mean, that's just ridiculous. He was scared. <laughs> She's scared. Did you hear her voice reflection? At he the ran end? into the, to the West Wing like a little girl. He was scared. He's so scared. <laughs> um, let's see. What else happened? Oh, yeah. Here's what else she said about his policies and, and the coronavirus and everything else. So let me be as clear as possible. Actually, what this is as referring clear to. clear as possible. Yeah. She's going to try to be clear about the payroll uh, tax cut that Trump put forward. Trump put, Now, this is serious. Trump put forward a great tax cut plan on the payroll tax, which had everybody. And then he was going to take the general fund monies and balance out the payroll tax cut and and not have it impact Social Security at all. Okay, it was not an issue. Here's what Kamala Harris says about it. So let me be as clear as possible. Crystal clear. If Donald 
Trump's extreme proposal goes into effect, the checks that American seniors are relying on, that you rely on to pay your bills, to buy your medicine, to live, will stop coming. Get me some corn dogs. I won't be able to do that anymore. Or a pie, maybe some ice cream. I can't get those things anymore. And here's the thing. I've never got one of those checks she's talking about. I would certainly like to have one. Kamala. Would they stop? Hell no, they won't stop. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. These people, what fear mongers. Scare tactics. Racist. Scare tactics. Racist America, be very scared. Police are out to get the box. Be very fearful. Trump's going to take your Social Security checks, and you're not going to get them. Be, listen to me. I'll be very clear. You won't get your check. These people are, are unbelievable. If Trump were to run off crying like a little girl. It would be his fear of getting someone like her in the White House as VP. Because you know Biden's not going to be president of the United States an entire term if he gets elected. That's that's a prediction. Everybody knows that. that. A lot of people are making. And Kamala Harris. Wow, that's scary. So we're she talking to appoint her VP and Nancy Pelosi. She's old as dirt and needs to step down, but so Kamala Harris uh, speech last night is what we're going through here before Trump's it was full of just bitterness, anger, America sucks. And by the way, Trump sucks. He's failed the American people. Here's what she said about that. Donald Trump has failed at the most basic and important job of a president of the United States. Yes. Tell us he about failed it. failed to protect the American people. He should have run around breathing in the germs <laughs> over the COVID-19 virus. You know what's so funny about that? People can protect themselves. They know if they're going to go outside and get sick. They don't need Trump up there going, don't go outside. They know. That's what the difference between a Democrat and a Republican is. Democrats are convinced that a president has to tell people how to protect themselves. Republicans are like, you know what to do. Wash you your hands. Put have a mask common on. Sense. Yeah. Even the dumb ones have enough common sense to not go outside and go around breathing in air. If you're at risk. 75 elderly people pushing a cart through food line. You know, they, they know better. Well, Trump's failed them. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Plain Trump and showed simple. that we in the legal profession would call a reckless disregard for the well-being of the American people. Whatever. So she's a in the reckless legal profession. disregard for the danger a pandemic would pose to American lives, for the devastation it would do to our economy, for the damage it would do to communities of color who have been subjected oh, there we go. to structural racism for generations. Of course, it's structural racism. They're the ones that impacted most by this. Trump did COVID-19 to hurt black people. These people are insane. They're just insane. This is a racist. The idea. And, and they're running to be the leader of their race. And that's it. That's frightening. All right, coming up. Uh, horrific scene yesterday after the RNC. Just trying to get to their hotels. Confronted by Black Lives Matter. That in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. <laughs> Do 
director Oliver Stone presents The Butler, the star-studded movie of our time, starring Jane Fonda as Nancy Reagan. The Butler. The Butler. From the maker of The Help in conjunction with the Vietnamese Film Institute. Siskel and Ebert call it Living History, if history were on acid and run through a blender. The Butler, also starring Rosie O'Donnell as a young Newt Gingrich, Alec Baldwin as Alec Baldwin, Matt Damon as Colonel Oliver North, Ben Affleck as George Bush Sr., Cal Penn as a White House advisor, and Susan Sarandon because she needed a gig. Also starring Barbara Streisand as Jimmy Carter, and Sean Penn as the lovable but misunderstood John Hinckley Jr. The Butler, The Butler, features an inspirational soundtrack including original songs from Kanye, CeeLo Green, and the Dixie Chicks. See Jane Fonda as Nancy Reagan in The Butler, a no further from the truth production rated bs so i think the uh, the rnc was a success yesterday and it was a uh, it was good to see america being so well uh, represented and applauded and the best place to be and it was over they're trying to get home and they they get attacked by the mob the Black Lives Matter. I don't know if you saw what happened to Rand Paul as he was trying to get home. He said, quote, it was horrific. Right when we got to the policeman, fortunately, or we would not have survived. We would not have made it. We would have been laying in the gutter and, and possibly without our lives. Thank God the police were there to get us to our hotel safely or we'd be in the hospital. I don't know if you saw the video. It was just unbelievable. I can't believe that America, or maybe we're about to, America's got to, they're not going to put up with this. This is ridiculous. I saw a car yesterday painted across the back says black lives matter and you just kind of blow it off. And then you read the side, it says no justice, no peace. Oh, that's, that's nice. So what would be wrong with following that car home, wait until everybody's safe inside their home and then set the car on fire? No, no justice, no peace. Okay. You don't want any peace. You so know, try to drive this thing in the morning. When it's, it's, a, it's a great, it's a great point. I mean, Black Lives Matter is an innocent statement on its own, but the problem is the organization is a radical Marxist revolutionary group that wants yes, to burn the country down. Yeah, yes, they do. And what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh, that's, I, I think we need to be careful about how we respond. Although it's interesting that when we do respond or people respond to protect property. The, the news finally wakes up like that 17-year-old that went out to protect that car lot ended up uh, getting attacked, ended up shooting two people, apparently killing them and shooting someone's arm. The, the other one. All of a sudden, the media's like, how about this? Look at this kid. We got, we got militia running around. What? What are you talking about? There's no there's no riots. charged with uh, first-degree murder. I think that is going to come I, back. I think that's going to Yeah, because it's obvious reduced. his life was at risk. The guy he shot in the arm had a pistol in his hand was going to shoot him in the head. So what was he going to do, just sit there and take it? No, he had to defend himself. And the only reason this exists right now is because the political left. They allow Marxist revolutionaries to destroy our cities, and they're shocked that people want to fight back. It's going to get bad. It might even get worse. All right, coming up, uh, Joe Biden answering a question that was never asked of him from Anderson Cooper. It's, It's classic. And then you have Pelosi saying, maybe we shouldn't debate. Maybe the man's psychic and could read Anderson Cooper's mind. (laughs) All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Two great videos there for your listening pleasure. I think you'll enjoy them. And a link to us at theleebrothers.com. 
Just after 4.34, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, glad to be here, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his father. Is Richard Lee. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Archive our shows. We got two great videos for you, California blackouts and the brands the brands of food that need to be removed from the shelf because they're offensive, all at theleebrothers.com. You'll you know, Uncle Ben's there. rice. Gone. Gone. Has to Aunt be. your mama pancake syrup is gone. All that has to be gone. Pathetic. The video at theleebrothers.com goes through a whole bunch more. It's actually quite funny. You'll find that at theleebrothers.com. All right, coming up at 5, uh, the Democrats in the Virginia General Assembly, the tax on the police are discussing. You won't believe the bills. You haven't even heard of them. We'll share them with you. How could someone introduce a bill like that? Wait till you hear it. All that coming up. But first, Joe Biden, because he's fun. Joe Biden was in an interview with Anderson Cooper. And uh, he got ahead of the questions. Well, not only did he get ahead of the question, I don't even know if he knew that what was happening. I mean, he had in this interview, Joe Biden is literally reading the questions off to the side. You can see him reading his answers. And Anderson Cooper is just looking at him like, okay, what are we doing here? But I guess that the question was asked of Joe Biden, we'll play what Anderson Cooper's talking about, but he's actually talking about the police shooting of Jacob. What's the kid's last name? I forget. Blake. Is it Blake? Is it Blake? Jacob? Yeah, it's Blake. Yeah. So that's the question. The question of Joe Biden from Anderson Cooper is about the police shooting Jacob Blake. Listen to Biden's answer. I'm wondering why you think that is that he hasn't actually addressed it. There's obviously a lot we do not know about the circumstances around it, but uh, the video obviously has been out there. Well, look, I don't know enough to know whether that 17-year-old kid, uh, exactly what what he did. But (laughs) allegedly he's part of a militia coming out of the state of Illinois. All right, hang on a second. I don't know if I know. Isn't that what he said? That's what he said. But I don't know if I know enough. About the 17-year-old? At this point, I just go, I didn't ask you about the 17-year-old. I was asking you about the police shooting, and you're talking. This is absolutely hilarious. And he doesn't only stop. He just keeps right on rolling. Like, like I, I heard the question perfectly fine, and Anderson Cooper doesn't stop him. Again, what do you think about the police shooting of Jacob, and the president didn't mention anything about him, Joe Biden? What's your answer to that? Look, I don't know enough to know whether that 17-year-old kid, uh, exactly what he did. But allegedly, he's part of a militia coming out of the state of Illinois. Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? That makes no sense. That is a, a sentence white makes no sense. He goes, this is about the militia. Have you ever heard the president say anything about white supremacy? Jacob what? Blake is a black man. Well, he's talking about the seventeen-year-old kid. Biden is exactly right. Oh, I know right. he's exactly. talking about the seventeen-year-old Biden's got it completely kid wrong. That was thrown to the ground, defended himself, shot two people, right, killing two, and then wounded a guy who was going to shoot him in the head, right. But that wasn't the question, <laughs> and that <laughs> wasn't the incident <laughs> at all. It had nothing to do with. So Biden, listen to this again. Biden is saying that talks about the militia, then quickly ties it to white supremacy. It makes no sense. It's, it's, it's illogical and confusing. Allegedly, he's part of a militia coming out of the state of Illinois. 
Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? Yes, we have. Have you ever heard it? Yes. Yes. That's the reason I got back in this race, because of what happened in Charlottesville. That's where he and said the it, president man. gets asked to comment. And what's he say? He says they're very fine people on both sides. That's not what he was talking about, Joe. This is a guy who has using division and hate. That's what you're doing. It's the only way he stays in office. Isn't that interesting? That's what it's all about, dividing. Listen. What is your idea? He doesn't. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. We have a satellite problem. Sure you did. Satellite problem. I think it's a bit more than that, actually. My butt. It's a Joe Biden problem. It's not really. should have broke into. Where's my butt buddy? (laughs) <laughs> there's nobody in here joe but us joe is incoherent joe asked, answered a question that was never asked they didn't say tell me about the 17 year old shooter at the the so-called militia he was asking about the black guy that was shot by the police i wonder if anderson cooper followed back up and said can i ask my question again or are you gonna <laughs> it's just insane maybe that's why nancy pelosi said that said this uh two days ago I don't think that there should be any debates. <laughs> I do not think that the president of the United States has comported himself in a way that anybody should, and, and has any association with truth, evidence, data, and facts. By the way, that's where debates happen. That's why you have debates, for those things that she just mentioned. You know, I can see her concern because putting Joe up to bat against Donald Trump it's going to be comical, fun to watch. This is the craziest year. This is crazy. You believe we're actually at a point where we have the Speaker of the House saying, I don't think she ought to, they ought to debate? That's what politi- politics is. It is debating. That's why you have two sides. They need yeah. to be on a stage debating issues. Nancy Pelosi says, well, he, he, his issues are all wrong. Why even debate it? That's why you debate. <laughs> you have your position. Exactly why you do it. And you need to share your positions. That's like saying, he's so wrong, I don't even want to honor a debate because he's just wrong on everything. Well, <laughs> that's absurd. I would have Trump said, you know what, Biden's so wrong on everything, I don't even want to go debate him. He's just wrong. He never tells the truth. It's absurd. What ought to be, if this was legitimate and real and not the year 2020, the Speaker of the House would have come out and say, debates matter because the American people can see both sides of the issue. Instead, Nancy Pelosi may have heard Anderson Cooper's interview and said that. I don't think that there should be any debates. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> of course not. And you shouldn't. And by the way, the Democrats don't want one. No, they don't. They don't. They know they'll get killed, which is just, I don't know that they will be one. I think Biden's going to find a way to get out of every single debate, and rightfully so, for his own sake. But it's just funny how the left thinks. You can't have a you can't have a debate where you actually go back and forth on the issues because Trump's wrong on all the issues. Waiting for this debate is like waiting for I don't know the next installment of a Star Trek movie. You can't wait for it to get here. That's right, the build up. And this it's like a debate trailer. Is you need a movie probably trailer. Probably never going to happen. You need a movie trailer for it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't have a debate. Now, think about this. This is actually brilliant on Nancy Pelosi's part. If you don't have a debate, then the mainstream media gets to set the stage, right? I mean, all you listen to is NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC. You're like, you're told all this stuff all the time. That's really where their hope is. I don't know if you've noticed the switch 
The switch now is the media is attacking Trump for the riots. Listen to how uh, it's it's it, this is a uh, media kind of montage of some things that were said. Said that people feel unsafe um, and, and are talking about the fear that they feel. Many, as you know, members of the black community feel fear because of the systemic racism in this country. And Donald oh, Trump geez. is currently the president in this environment that, as you describe, people feel unsafe. So if people are feeling unsafe now under a Trump administration, does do, do you not bear some responsibility for that? People- wow. No, you don't bear you don't bear responsibility for that when the Democrats are pushing it. You know, it's it's in their systemic cities. racism. The blacks are primarily the ones burning these cities, raping and pillaging these stores, taking what they want out. I saw a video the other night. The guy's running down the sidewalk with a mattress. <laughs> a <laughs> mattress. I saw that, too. Can you believe that? Try to get out of the story, what broke the, the glass. and try. Yeah. How hard well, could it be to Richard, tackle that guy? Who Push does, the mattress yeah, exactly. as he runs by and let him run into the wall. Right. Well, Richard, I can't believe you don't want people to have a good night's sleep. That's just a, a year. I want them to have a good night's sleep on uh, be careful. a cot. Yeah. That's exactly right. With metal bars. Going across his three back. Three meals a day. The mainstream media actually says, this is Trump's America. Look at the cities are burning under Trump. Nobody believes that. Are you kidding me? Trump is who, who was de- begging that? these Democratic-run cities since the beginning to let the U.S. government send in the National Guard, and, and they don't—they don't want it. They, they don't, don't want. They it. want the cities to continue to burn. They have to burn, don't you understand? They have to. They're sacrificing the cities for the Biden administration. Meanwhile, the country is so bad; it's so hideous and racist. That we can't play an NBA basketball game. We must stop playing basketball because America is racist. There won't be football. That is coming up next after 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. So I want you to, uh, Monday morning, since you're probably not at work now, although you could be, I you to walk into your employer and say, look, um, I'm pretty disappointed with America. It's, uh, it's you know systematic racism and all the rest, and we're just killing black people like crazy all over the country. I can't come into work today. I want you to go into your employer and say that tomorrow and Monday, and then I want you to say, and when I do come back to work, I'm going to be wearing a T-shirt. Oh, I know I interact with our customers and things, but I'm wearing a T-shirt that says "Black Lives Matter" and "America Sucks" on the other side. And by the way, this is my platform. I meet people every day at work. And they see me, and I have to be, obviously, for a political event. I have to. So I'm sorry, Mr. Boss. Uh, I don't care about your company. I care about the cause that America's racist. There is nowhere on this planet that would work. Yeah, by the way, you still got to pay me. (laughs) There's nowhere that's going to work unless you're in professional sports, which the analogy works because the owners of these professional teams, they're running a business. They don't care about your politics. They didn't hire LeBron James and go, hey, by the way, I know you can dunk from a mile away, but what are your politics? What are your views on this? They don't care. They care if you can shoot the basketball. But now the inmates are running the asylum. They come back to the owner of the business and go, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to walk out. And during the playoffs – 
And the owners are like, oh, okay, I'm in with this. This is unbelievable. The Bucks senior vice president, Alex Larsery, he tweeted and said, some things are bigger than basketball. Really? You have one job as vice president of that basketball team. That's to play basketball and win games. And as far as he's concerned, there shouldn't be anything anywhere near as important to him as that basketball team. Of course not. I am uh, I'm amazed how this gets traction in our culture. You're there to play basketball. The teams and the people don't care. They really don't. In fact, what you're doing is you're, you're going to have a huge backlash from this. It's not going to be effective. I mean, half the audience is pro-Trump. A big chunk is non-Trump, but it's they're not interested in politics at all. So to put the players at odds with their audience, and it's, it's just it's mind-blowing. And then to give them a platform, not only a platform to say their stupid stuff and walk off stage, but then you give them a microphone and say, so LeBron James, what do you think's really happening? Quite frankly, it's just fucked up. That's a great, I I have a whole new respect for you. That's a good way to start on national interview. Just drop the F word and see how much respect you get. Quite frankly, it's just fucked up. By the way, that is Black Lives Matter. If you ever notice the Black Lives Matter chaos is middle fingers and using the F word everywhere they go, so it's consistent. That's, That's perfectly fine in today's culture. In fact, LeBron James will probably get an award for it somewhere or something. Quite frankly, it's just fucked up. They get a you lot know, of recognition. And us, I know people get tired of hearing me say it, but we are scared as black people in America. You're scared as black people in America? Yeah, but we are scared as black people in America. Black men, black women, black kids, we are, we are terrified. Because you don't know. You have no idea. You have no idea how that cop that day left the house. You don't know if he had an argument at home. You know, if one of his kids said something crazy to him and he left the house steaming. Or maybe he just left the house saying that today is going to be the end for one of these black people. Oh, that is, that is me so, so offensive. That's so sickening. offensive. That's sickening. It is sickening. It's dead wrong. And, and any other year that's not 2020, people go, what are you talking about? So the police are running around killing black people. The majority of black people who are killed in a violent way in the commission of a crime are killed by other black people. Well, even... That's even, a fact. Well, That's a fact. Sure, but I mean, even some of the police are black themselves. Yeah. So what is that exactly? Um, this is such a travesty that one of the richest black men in America who has... The most unbelievable amount of freedom of 99.9% of the people on the planet Earth makes more money than that same percentage of people, lives a life of buying multiple million dollars of homes and cars, can sit there and say that black people are afraid in this country. He shouldn't even be, they should not be laughed at. This is like a parody. You're seven foot what? You're scared of being in America? This is... It's unbelievable what they're getting away with. You, I was in court to uh, testify as a character witness for someone, and there were several trials that came up ahead of ours. This um, young black man comes up on trial, and he 
had run from the police. I mean, they had all these police cars chasing him. They actually uh, put down a tax strip to stop him, popped all the tires on his rental van. And when the judge asked him, why did you run? He said, I was afraid they would kill me if I, if I didn't, if I stopped. I was afraid I would be killed by the police. Now, who's telling so, me? So right. instead of putting him in jail where the dirt bag belonged, the judge puts an ankle bracelet on him and releases him, I think, to his either mother or on a custody until the next trial when they go to trial. Unbelievable. All he had to do was say, I was afraid a police officer was going to kill me. Uh, if I ever, if I get as much as a parking ticket, I'm going to go to court and say, Your Honor, I'm here to pay because I don't want to be killed by a police officer. No, they, they're just the evil force of our country. They're killing everyone. Everyone. And, and by the way, they're dragging you apparently out of your home or walking your kids in the park. They're just killing you. This isn't true. This whole thing is a lie. And that's, I guess, the biggest issue for me in this whole thing is it's just not true. I mean, it's one thing to be concerned about how we treat people. If it were true, if it were false, then you'd be like, what? America isn't racist. The police force is not racist. The kid that was shot two days ago in Milwaukee wasn't shot because he was a black kid. This has got to stop. It could have been any color, but the fact that he was black has nothing to do with it. Except he was a bad criminal. LeBron James, if you think black people are afraid of the police, don't break the law. It's just, it's not even true. Pretty simple equation there. Very simple. Don't break the law. The whole premise is wrong. The entire premise is wrong. And LeBron James, just play basketball. Just do that. That's why people are paying attention to you. Yeah, you don't I mean, belong in any kind of conversation. <laughs> conversation like this or politics or anything else. The, but this isn't just the NBA. The MLB, the NFL now. Tennessee Titans canceled practice yesterday. We can't practice under this environment. I can't imagine what I would do if I was the owner of the Tennessee Titans and my team said we're not going to practice because of the racism in America. I'd be like, what? I mean, it, what are you talking about? I mean... What does that have to do with anything? You're practicing football for the season coming up. It has nothing to do with what, what – I mean, I'm upset about the amount of babies we kill on abortion every year. Do you think I'm not going to go to work tomorrow? <laughs> it's the most absurd thing I have ever heard. They've got to be ringleaders in, in this team. Yeah. I would, go, I would go in and figure out who the ringleaders are, and I'd fire one of them. Yeah. I wouldn't care if I didn't have enough people to – Oh, there's plenty Field of people. the team. There's people who want to come and play. Exactly. Walk on people. Yeah, plenty of people want to play the NBA. It's just, it's a shame. It's really disgusting where this has ended up. And like I said, it's under a false premise and it's it's hurtful. All right, uh, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense. Thomas Paine, The Lee Brothers.
Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. On November 13th, Scott Lee was asked to remove himself from the Democratic Party. That request came from Paul Begala. Deep down, he knew he was right, but he also knew that one day he would have his revenge. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home of his brother, Richard Lee. Several years earlier, Begala had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two former Democrats share a talk show and drive Paul Begala crazy? Well, so a Midlothian mother has, uh, has fixed uh, the uh, diversity problem in our culture. A Cheshfield mom of two is hoping to inspire meaningful conversation through children's books. She set up a little free diverse library. It's a collection of books. I guess at the end of her driveway, you open up a little cabinet, it looks like, and you got all these little books in there. Her name is uh, Casey Taylor, former first grade teacher. Little Free Diverse Library. It's a cool name. How could you argue with the name? Well, the only way, the only thing you really argue with is the box with the books in it is so high the little ones can't read. It. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The other thing I have a problem with is just this overarching, unfeeling, you know, uh, spider sense premise behind it. It drives me crazy. Here's what Taylor said. Here's what the mother said. She started the project. Not as a way to like let people just buy books or look. A project would teach her two daughters, Margot and, Mar- and Harriet, the importance of inclusion. Oh, so if you don't do this, you don't teach your kids. I must have missed that part. I've raised four kids, and they're as much inclusive as anybody. Not a racist bone in any of their bodies, but they didn't have an inclusion library. I just reject the entire premise that these kids don't know how to treat people unless we give them a book about inclusion and diversity. It's total garbage. I refuse to buy into the premise. Refuse, I say. It goes on to say, quote, we use books as a way to learn more about the world around us. Here's what we want from our community, she says. Okay. I, I don't want my kids to learn too much about the world around us right now. Exactly. I like my kids to be sheltered from, you know, people beating up old men walking home to protect their property, getting punched in the head or whatever it is by the Black Lives Matter group. I'd rather them not know what's happening, quite honestly. Good point, Richard. At the end of this uh, article, this woman says, families that might not know what where to begin, they will pick a book and show their child. Look, here's someone who doesn't look like you, who is either doing something heroic or teaching a lesson, unquote. And you turn the next page and say... Here's six people beating the tar out of one person. <laughs> I doubt that's the book, but I get your point. Isn't this insane? It's crazy. It is. It is. All right, coming up, uh, the Democrats in this recent uh, special session, the bills are preposterous, anti-cop, and just you shake your head and go, these people are really running the General Assembly. Quite scary. It's not just that one that makes an attack on a police officer misdemeanor. 
there's more than you can even possibly imagine. All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com. There are two great videos. Archive our shows, theleebrothers.com. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. The federal government's now the nation's largest creditor, debtor, lender, employer, consumer, contractor, grantor, property owner, tenant, insurer, health care provider, and pension guarantor. So much for limited government. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of political talk radio, the Lee Brothers. So roundabouts, are they a good driving policy? Let's talk about that. That's good. I like them. You like them? You get caught in that thing and never get out. It's like a circle. Roundabouts. Gloucester uh, School Board, they violated a transgender rights student. They they gave him a private bathroom. It was so offensive. They violated the rights, according to a new judge. We'll talk about that. That's pathetic. And this Democrat, Virginia General Assembly, attacks on our police are disgusting. Wait till you hear about all the bills. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful day. This will be a fun hour, so stay with us. You know, I, I uh, the history of Virginia, Richard, you and I, obviously, huge fans of the Commonwealth. I mean, our, our history goes back a long ways. We, In fact, one of the things we talk about all the time is Virginia citizens and American patriots, mainly because the Commonwealth of Virginia has such amazing history. It is the very foundation of the United States of America. And with great men like Jefferson and Madison and George Mason and George Washington and Patrick Henry, these men gave us the country that is now the most free, best place to live on the planet for every single possible human. That's what we hang our hat on. Virginia's awesome. And like Patrick Henry said the day after the declaration was signed, I'm no longer a Virginian, I'm an American. Uh, we, we came to that conclusion also, that, that not only do we love Virginia, we love the country. And the kind of news that Virginia produces and the kind of politics that we produce has always been good for the country until this week. The headline this week across the country had the first word Virginia in it. Virginia Democrats pass bill that eases sentencing for assaulting police. Virgi- well, that's pathetic. Virginia that Senate. an embarrassment. Virginia Senate approves change to police assault law. Wreck-It Ralph, thank you so much. It's the Democratic Party. Now, we're going to tell you about this bill in a second because this bill isn't that clear. It's not as clear as saying the bill eases sentencing for assaulting police. You still have a felony charge, which is the default. I'll explain that in a second. But that's just one bill. That bill made its rounds. You know how many texts and emails we've had from people from around the country that said, what in the name of Sam Hill is going on in Virginia? Why would a Democrat, in the midst of all the things that are happening in our country, as the police are attacked, maligned, as the places are burning down, put a bill that has even anything close to what it says? Why would they do that? Because that's the Democratic way. That's the way of their party. That's, That's who they the are. way of their members. That's who they are because it, it, for one reason, because they think you are stupid enough to agree with them and follow them. And if you do agree with them and follow them, 
then you are stupid. You're, you're an idiot. So let me explain some more bills that you may not have heard about in this General Assembly, thanks to the Democratic Party. Obviously, I just told you about the one. Virginia Democrats passed a bill that eases sentencing for assaulting police. The Demo- unbelievable. Un- just unbelievable. Here's another one. Democrats endorsed a bill in the House and the Senate that would allow for you to sue the police officer for misconduct. That bill died, but they, they pushed it hard. It'll be back next time around. Democrat I'm Party. Sure. The Democrat Party did this. The Democrat Party killed a bill that would have outlawed zones-style chop zones like Seattle had, the police-free zones. The Republicans put a bill saying, hey, you're not allowed to do this, and if you do, then the people of the city have a right to sue you for not taking care of their property and protecting them. The Democrats said, heck no, we're not doing that, so they killed that bill. They must not have read it. Oh, no. They did it on purpose. The Democrats know exactly what they're doing. You want another one? Democrats back a ban on tear gas and rubber bullets. Fine, use lead. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you said that because that's exactly what the chief police said. Look, you know, this saves lives whether you think it does or not because the alternative could be very ugly. That's the Democratic use lead Party. bullets and, you know, just dig mass graves. This is the Democratic Party. How can this be? What are Democrats thinking about? They show up for a special session, and they introduce crap like this, and they expect the American people to go, no, the Democrats are pro-police. The Democrats want my safety. The Demo- no, they don't. No, they do not. They have zero interest in it. Know what they have interest in? Chaos. You know why? Because it gets them elected, so they think. And when they show up for a special session, you're paying the bill because they're getting paid for it, and your tax dollars are going to them. So let's let's break one of these I, down. I hope you're really happy about that. Right. About the General Assembly run That's by Democrats. So pathetic. The Virginia Senate um Purdue or I'm sorry, Joe Morrissey, which is a Democrat, pr- proposed a bill that would let people sue police officers for excessive force. That bill is also in the House, proposed by another Democrat born, who's from Richmond. It failed, by the way. It was beat back and lost. Thank goodness. You imagine that? There's a reason why we don't allow that. It would be unbelievable. Could you imagine the litigation and all the things going on for a police officer who's trying to do his job and protect everyone else? He'd be under trial all the longer t- than the perpetrator. By dirtbags. Right. By the bad guy. Right. The bad guy could take him to jail. That's just unbelievable. Democratic Party, that's what you get. This is the dem- This is why I don't understand if. Uh, and Abigail Spanberger is a perfect example of this. Every one of her ads says she's so mainstream and so so caring and so Republican-like and so conservative. Why is she a Democrat? Not a single ad shows her true Democratic colors. She is a liberal, radical Democrat who wore the white dress with all the other crazed leftist feminists at the at the uh, the uh, speech. Uh, the State of the Union by by Trump. There was a disgusting display, and yet she has all these. Why is she a Democrat? Democrats are this. That's who Abigail Spanberger is. This is the Democratic Party. These four bills we just discussed for you, the Democrats. That's how they think. I still think her slogan should be Spanberger. Don't knock it till you fry it. <laughs> how about this one? 
And I, we just mentioned this. The House panel backs ban on tear gas and rubber bullets. Lawmakers in the House of Delegates gave a thumbs up on Tuesday to legislation banning police from using tear gas and rubber bullets. With Democrats supporting and Republicans opposing, what party should you be a part of? Now, look, we've had rubber bullets and tear gas for years on purpose because we had to find a way to disperse of rowdy rioters without killing them. We've used rubber bullets in in uh, the Middle East at embassies all over the world just to knock down a rowdy crowd without killing anybody. They're just going to have a lot of bruises, I guess. So the Republicans are in favor of tear gas and rubber bullets because it helps save lives. Democrats say it's mean. We can't do that, so let's ban it? Well, fine. Put lead in them. Let them uh, take care of business for a year with lead bullets and see how they like that. The point is that's not going to happen. We're not going to shoot. What's going to happen is we're not going to be able to stop lawlessness. Democrat from Fairfax, Helmer, Democrat from Fairfax, said, quote, these beanbags rounds and these rubber bullets, they're known to pose a significant risk, if not death and disability. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. They're not there to be pleasant. The reason we use them is because they're bad people trying to destroy property and hurt people. What's wrong with the left? And we're trying to prevent them from being seriously injured or killed. Here's the bill. The rubber bullet. You want to know what the name of the bill is? This is hilarious. Best Equipment for Law Enforcement Act. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. It's just un, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And this bill that says you can't have a Seattle-style police-free zone failed Wednesday in the Virginia Senate Committee after one Democrat called it the most useless piece of legislation he's ever seen. <laughs> Democrats. Of course, you've never seen that before, have you? Why would we have something like this, style-free police zones? Why do we need a bill like this? Because it happens. It's because we've seen it. And the Democrats in those cities did nothing. So Bill Stanley, a Republican from Franklin, said, let's have a bill that would actually have penalties for the local officials who allow this. Look at the mayor in Portland. He lets them tear that town apart. And he says, these are peaceful protests. Even though they're burning down buildings and setting police cars on fire, costing the city a fortune, that's a peaceful protest. What's what's the alternative? I mean, what's a violent one like? And then they show up at his house. The difference between he didn't like that very much. Republicans and Democrats was on display during the two conventions in the last two weeks. The difference between Republicans and Democrats is found in these bills introduced in this special session. Run. From this party. Democrats, I don't know what's wrong with them. Maybe they fell on their head with their kids, but this is insane. All right, coming up in 60 seconds, we'll break down this bill that eases sentencing for assaulting on police. It's uh, it's just nasty. That is next. The LeeBrothers.com. Spin his 
Yeah, we still have our whiteness. Thanks, Oprah. We still have our whiteness. You know, I'm so glad there are people out there making sure that they're looking first at the color of skin versus the content of their character. You know, if you looked at the RNC this week, you saw multiple people who took the stage and said, stop. Stop dividing us by color and race and creed. Just stop it. Judge us by the content of our character. Most of the people who made those statements were black Americans who are proud of the country, who love the country, who see great hope and promise here. Would you have ever dreamed that you hear Oprah Winfrey say we, they still have their whiteness? They still have their whiteness. Would you ever have thought, well, Oprah Winfrey, she's a, a billionaire. I just don't know how you could be in the country her entire life, make billions of dollars, have audiences that are full of white people, and then have this attitude. I just don't know how that happens. I mean, I don't know how you play basketball your entire life, growing up to play in the NBA, make multiple millions of dollars, being the most successful black basketball player ever to say the country's the most racist country on the planet by the name of LeBron James. pathetic. I, I don't know how you do that. It's pathetic. Virginia Democrats pass a bill that eases sentencing for assaulting police. Now, it's a bit of a misleading headline. It's not entirely the case. It does allow for misdemeanor charges as opposed to felony charges for assaulting a, uh, a police officer or a first responder. It actually goes further. It goes into uh, correctional officers. It moves on to School, judges, rescue squad, firefighters. Right. So beat the hell out of a law enforcement officer tonight because it's a misdemeanor. Well, in the the the, the uh, bill so stupid sponsor Scott Cervell, he's a Democrat. No kidding. He said that's not the case. The bill allows for you to go in front of a judge and determine injury. So the the person who is uh, apparently has assaulted the police officer um, if he was diminished physically or mental capacity or I'm reading from the bill or pers- or a pervasive development disorder or there's no bodily injury, the judge can then re- send it down to a misdemeanor. So you might say in theory, it still has the felony attached and it's not more than it's not it's more than theory. It actually does. But why would, Here's what it does. It goes even further. It eliminates the mandatory minimum term of assault and battery. So there was a mandatory one. Now it allows for it to be so-called adjudicated to the another level. Now, some of you may say, well, that's that's okay. Um, that's fine. And an argument can be made that they're okay with that. But what's interesting about is is first the wording of it specifically about the diminished physical and mental capacity or pervasive development disorder. I mean, how far do you take that? So brain damage, you damage 
a police officer's brain. I mean, it's, we're it's actually judging. Anymore. It's actually talking about the victim in this case. The the, the, oh. pers- the person, the victim. It's not the victim. The criminal. The criminal assaults the police. Let's with his mental capacity. Was he really trying to hurt the police officer? It's too vague. There's a reason why it was mandatory if you assaulted a police officer. Well, a police officer walks up to you and and you start pounding the crap out of the guy. What what do you hope your end result to be? Do you want him to just be unconscious with a concussion laying sure, on the ground? Point. Do you want him what, dead? Right. I mean, why would you ever raise a hand to a a, a peace officer? No, there's no a law enforcement to. officer. There's no reason for it at all. These people protect us. And if you're not protected by one, then you're a dirtbag. And you're being looked for. You're against us. You're you're looking exactly right. You're a BLM rioter who wants to burn the place down. You know, it's not complicated dealing with the police. It's not. If I had a police you're officer, you're not a criminal. It's not complicated at all. If I had a police officer draw a gun on me, I can tell you, I would do everything in my power to listen to him. Why is it? Too. Why is it that other people don't do that? Why would they be running from a man who drew his gun? Why would they be going to a car to get a knife? Why? What What are you doing? If he would not have done that in Milwaukee, I mean in Wisconsin, he wouldn't have been shot. He would have gotten in a car and drove off, drove off with his kids. <laughs> and that's not what he was doing either. He wasn't out with a family drive with his family. That's another. That's unbelievable how we're told. That's another. He was a family man, media Scott Richard. BS. The Democratic Party is. Just put something like this out there now is ridiculous. What what um, Scott Cervell should have done, senator who came up with this ridiculous thing, is backburnered this thing and said, "Let's talk like in twenty twenty one." If you know what I'm saying, why would he do this now? Because remember what side he's on. He's not on the police side. He has to tell his constituents that. Let me tell you something. In some funny way, I even gave you a little bit of a window. Because you can actually, in some cases, not be. This won't be a felony. There's an agenda behind it. Otherwise, why introduce it? You have a constituency that you are lobbying for, and it's not the police. If it was, you would never introduce something like this. Especially now, even if you believe there should be a level of misdemeanor versus felony, you would never do it now. But the reason you do it now is because you have a constituency that's listening to you to make sure you can get as many as their votes as possible. And if you want That's to evil. live in a, a country with no police force, you're in the wrong country. This is not Nazi Germany, and there's always going to be police officers in this country. I hope always. So. And we should have them. And we need them. And, and by the way, if you're always going to have police officers— you're always going to have interaction between people that's not perfect. Exactly Because right. there's bad guys trying to do bad things that cause this friction. What happened in the shooting in, in, in Wisconsin is because bad guys interacted with the police. It's not because they're racist. It's absurd to even say that. All right, coming up, Ralph Northam announces and launches a new African-American history course. Hmm. That, after 60 seconds, is next. TheLeeBrothers.com.
Your EBT card allows you to feed your family when times are tough. Now put your EBT card to better use. Better use. Those kids will be just fine. Announcing the Get Out of Jail EBT card. New from American Distress. Posting bail the old-fashioned way can be so tedious. Say what? It's a pain in the booty. Oh, right, right. But now you can post bail with your plastic EBT card and be on your way in no time before they find out about those other warrants. And you can earn bonus points back with our frequent bailers program. Ask your probation officer for details. Post bail. Buy baloney. Get two-for-one drinks during happy hour. Discounts on concerts. Doctor visits. Buy music online. Gasoline discounts. And even important things like lottery tickets. This ain't your mama's EBT card. Or maybe it is. It doesn't really matter. What's in your wallet? Hey, that's my EBT card. Oh, EBT, not just for food anymore. They still have their whiteness. Not anymore. You're not going to have your whiteness anymore if Ralph Northam gets his way. They still have their whiteness. have all these kids in blackface running around. Ralph Northam announced this week that students in 16 counties will be able to increase their understanding of African-American history. Now, in theory... I mean, you might say, there's no harm in that, but my spidey senses went off just like yours did. Well, what exactly is black history? Is there a white history? Is that there, was my question. Is, is there a white history? Is I mean, there a, you know, a Middle Eastern history, a history of the Chinese? So if we're going through history, we actually have to reference the color of their skin. Little boys and girls, his name's John Smith, but he was a black man. His skin was black. I want you to know that. Everyone go to their writing places and write it on the board. He was, is that what this is about? No, it's bigger than that, actually. Here's what it's about. At the end of the course, the students will expect it to know the following. Identify and understand the African origins and developments of the black experience in North America. The black experience in the North? Okay, that sounds... It sounds scary, quite honestly. Number two, evaluate how African-Americans have been shaped by local governments, federal, and state laws. What? That's not history. That's a political statement. But that's exactly what you're getting here. Under the disguise of black history and American history, Scott and Richard, aren't you for that? Well, we still have our whiteness. (laughs) So... I mean, why are we laughing? I mean, it's just they still have their whiteness. I'm telling you what. It's did, stupid. Did, did, it's so of, stupid. Of course it's, it's funny. Stupid. Of course it's stupid. And, and to hear Oprah Winfrey, I've always respected Oprah Winfrey. Thought of her as a very bright black lady. If you have to notice her skin color. Yeah. Because you're we're told to. I never thought about her being a black lady. I didn't lady either. You know, actually, she said exactly they right. still have that whiteness. <laughs> exactly. So this is what's going on in the public schools. Ralph Northam is going to send this to Chesterfield County, Henrico County. Hanover is on, on is not on this list for some reason, um, but but fifteen to sixteen others are on here. So we send in this curriculum as a history course as a as a a a, 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 um, a uh, elective. You could choose it. Now you know why on the front page of the Times Dispatch right now it says Richmond area private schools saw record applications this summer, but had no room to add students. The American people are waking up. Not only they know this whole coronavirus not going back to school is showing them to be irrelevant, including their stupid teacher unions, 
But the parents are beginning to realize, I don't need the indoctrination. In fact, I don't need that $80 million building. I can educate my kids, and I can do it quite well without the government. Absolutely. And to the left, you should be very scared because if you lose the public schools, you just might lose your Marxist country. And all that federal funding, Mm. it'll be gone. Wow. All right, coming up, uh, Gloucester School Board, you thought did the right thing, gave the transgender his own bathroom or her own bathroom. Not so much. His rights were violated. That is next. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Just after 534, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, home of Jefferson, Madison, and the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There you'll find uh, two great videos. One's California Blackouts. If you haven't seen this, you need to check it out. It's only a three-minute video. TheLeeBrothers.com and brands that should be removed from the grocery store immediately. TheLeeBrothers.com, you'll find those videos there. Hey, before we get to this um, this uh, transgender issue here in uh, Gloucester School Board, the, Mike Pence was asked, he's the vice president of the United States, in case you don't know this, he was scheduled to speak at the Wisconsin Lutheran College commencement on Saturday, which, by the way, is a Christian school. Maybe you didn't pick up on that, but Wisconsin Lutheran College commencement address asked uh, the vice president of the United States to come speak. More than 200 students and alumni denounced the decision in an open letter to the college. Denounced it. Eh, we're not going to allow that. That's craziness. Guess what the college did? Had him come anyway. No. They rescinded the invitation to the vice president of the United States. I, I am... I cannot believe that the left is so woke that they couldn't recognize the vice president of the United States to give the college commencement address. That's pathetic. You can't have the. You imagine if it was Vice President Biden under the Obama administration. You imagine? You imagine any college saying, no, we're rescinding the invitation to the vice president, but that would be hell to pay in our country. Now, it's perfectly fine to take Mike Pence off the schedule. Imagine this woke Wisconsin Lutheran College calling up the vice president. Man, we'd really like to have you come speak to our students at graduation here. You have the same worldview, apparently, but apparently not now, Christian worldview. Come come speak to our students. Mike Pence agrees. As the vice president, he agrees to show up there tomorrow. They rescind it. Here's what they said. Wisconsin Lutheran College today announced that we, after further review and careful considerations of the escalating events in Koshinaw, the Board of Regents and the college administration jointly decided to present a different speaker instead of the vice president. He should call him and say, I didn't want to come anyway, and hang up in their face. The college is pleased to announce the Reverend Mark Jeske of the St. Marcus Lutheran Church has agreed to be the commencement speaker. Well, everybody and, oh knows gosh, who he is. Are you is? kidding me? Everyone oh, knows who this guy is. How exciting for the school. Why didn't they ask him first? No kidding. I'm sure if I was a graduate of the Wisconsin Lutheran College, I'd be glad to sacrifice the vice president of the United States for this schmuck. I, w- I would have gone to the office and said, who is this Reverend Mark Jeske? Unbelievable. He's the guy that we need to talk, have talk 
200 students and alumni complain and they capitulate to that? There's that word, Richard. Capitulate. Yeah, you like that word, capitulate. All the way home, you'll be going, capitulate, capitulate, capitulate. So the 200 students that complained in their opening letter said, to ask Mike Pence to speak is disrespectful and problematic. I would have responded, he's the freaking vice president of the United States. He's speaking at our commencement address. Thank you very much. Problematic to have the vice president speak. The left is a scary group of people, man. Yes, they are. They are warped. Speaking of scary, they're on the circuit court. There's a three-judge panel on the U.S. Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, but a two-to-one to uphold a Norfolk federal judge's ruling in 2019 that it was wrong to bar Gavin Grime from using the boys' room at the Gloucester High School six years ago. They set up his own bathroom. Yeah, that was their decision. They said, look, we can't have you walking into a bathroom that's not your gender. So I'll tell you what, we'll give you your own. He goes, no! Don't you understand? I have rights. I would have said, I got my own bathroom? Awesome. I'm in. Instead, you got to burn down the country because of what you think you are in your mind. And you can't make up your mind. Right. Obviously, the, the, best re- the best way to resolve that would have just been to say, you're a young man. You're a boy. It's a girl, by the way. It's a girl identifying as a man. So just so you know. I know it's confusing to everybody. It is to me. Especially when I have to see the picture. No, I'm totally confused. <laughs> Game, the name Gavin is the transgender name. It's really. You could have said pick a gender. Right. For the rest of the school year, you are this gender and you will use the bathroom accordingly. That's what she, he wanted to do. But he was a she. So you don't let she's into he oh, restaurants. Yeah, you don't. So here's the deal. Give him, they gave him his own bathroom. It's a, you know, Gloucester Public Schools did nothing wrong. They had nothing wrong. They're dealing with a situation that's like, wait a minute, so you don't know if you're a boy or a girl? I, I'm not sure we should let boys in the girls' restrooms or girls in the boys' restrooms. They made the right decision for the love of God and everything that is pure and decent under the, under the stars in God's dwelling. They Why made is the this right guy decision. back in the news? Why is he back in the news? Because he's been suing forever. Yeah, he's anyway. been at Berkeley for two or three years now in California. He's home. Why is he worried? Anyways, he's home now. Yeah, what, did he drop out? No, he's home at Berkeley. Her Berkeley's his home. Okay. But, I mean, he's more at home at Berkeley. That's what I meant to say. So on Wednesday, listen to this. This will blow your mind. The appeals court judge, Henry Floyd, agreed, writing for the majority, said this. I- I'm about to read a judge who looks at the law said this, the proudest moments of the federal judiciary has been when we affirm the burgeoning values of a bright youth rather than preserve the prejudices of the past, unquote. Okay. That is not law. That is politics. That's not what the law says. That's what you think. Isn't that opinion? It's a total opinion. And it's embarrassing. And the court judge, Henry Floyd, thinks he's a smart, proud, caring person. Well, go work for a, 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 a nonprofit. Dude, you're a freaking judge. The law of the land, unless we always have been, is that men use men's restrooms, women use women's. Isn't that way it's supposed to be? Isn't that a civil society? I mean, if we begin to say 
it only matters what you think in your mind instead of what you really are. If we begin that path, what, where's the end of that? What if Gavin Grime comes back next week and says, hey, I've rejected the whole boy thing. I'm back to the girl mode. I mean, but what if he goes even further? And the rest of the people see this as a path towards the other restrooms and begin to say, hey, today I'm, a, I'm identifying. Remember, this is the key. Identifying is the answer for the left. It doesn't matter what you are. It only matters what you identify as. And they so, say there's over 80 different genders. So you could identify as 79 of them. Or a lizard. This is pure crisis chaos. It doesn't make any sense. The judge said the proudest moments of the judiciary has been when we affirm the values of a bright youth. Your job's not to affirm values. In fact, it's the exact opposite. You're there to affirm the law, not values. Although law is typically an expression of the values through legislative process, but you don't get to make that up. This is the most unbelievable. This is exactly what's wrong with our judiciary today is we got judges ruling on what they think is right, the preserved, the prejudices of the past. By the way, it's not a prejudice to say there are men and women. That's not a prejudice. That is certainly reality. not a prejudice of the past. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you mean there was a time? A thousand Scott, years ago. Scott Richard, there was a time when you thought there were men and women? That's a prejudice of the past. This yeah. is pure insanity. It really is. I mean, it's... It's a path towards uncivil society, and it's a path to unrest and confusion. It's not a path to normality. It's not a path to burgeoning values of the bright youth. As a society, we need to say there's male and female. I'm sorry if you don't feel that way. The science, hey, leftist, the science says there's male and female. This is a path to chaos. But on Wednesday, we prefer chaos. I want to say happy birthday to my grandson up in Ohio. Happy birthday, Nolan. You're getting big on me. And hi, Dylan. 12. Hi, Aubrey. Wait a minute. Nolan's 12? Yep. He was 11. I mean, he's not 12 going to 13. He had a birthday, so now he's 12. Right. Got it. Cool. He'll be driving soon. That's 40 What do you years. think about that, Brittany? <laughs> I'm gonna come up there and teach him how to drive. Yeah, that would be that would be good. You're, you know what? I would consider that you would a, be good. It'd be would, very no, good. No, no, listen, I would consider you a good driver. Thank you. I would. I, I would consider that. you. You're very careful, very cautious, and very annoying. But you're very. No, <laughs> you, on the other hand, I'm a great driver. Are very annoying and not cautious. I'm very cautious. Yeah, you're cautious because right. I drive you're past the chaos because you're afraid. Five O's going to be sitting in the median up ahead, and they're going to roll out and ticket you. That's true. I'm Again. So let's argue. Do you have all your tickets on the wall, like in a collage? No. No, I hide them. I don't want people to know that. You can cover the Thanks whole wall. Thanks for announcing it, by the way. Uh, roundabouts. Chesterfield County is putting them everywhere. Good driving policy? We'll debate that in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. Director Oliver Stone presents 
The Butler, the star-studded movie of our time, starring Jane Fonda as Nancy Reagan. The Butler. The Butler. From the maker of The Help, in conjunction with the Vietnamese Film Institute. Siskel and Ebert call it living history, if history were an acid and run through a blender. The Butler, also starring Rosie O'Donnell as a young Newt Gingrich, Alec Baldwin as Alec Baldwin, Matt Damon as Colonel Oliver North, Ben Affleck as George Bush Sr., Cal Penn as a White House advisor, and Susan Sarandon because she needed a gig. Also starring Barbara Streisand as Jimmy Carter, and Sean Penn as the lovable but misunderstood John Hinckley Jr. The Butler, The Butler, features an inspirational soundtrack including original songs from Kanye, CeeLo Green, and the Dixie Chicks. See Jane Fonda as Nancy Reagan in The Butler, a no further from the truth production rated bs virginia citizens and american patriots but aren't we all at least we should be unless you're a judge ruling a, that transgenders in their mind are more important than law but that's a topic i'd like to get off of and move on so i'm, I'm i live in chesterfield i live in the midlothian area and the Virginia Department of Transportation has started constructing all these these roundabouts around the county. I'm seeing more and more of these through Virginia and neighborhoods and things. And they're showing up in Hanover. Yeah, they're, this is the new. Uh, I guess it's the new way that they think traffic is safer and uh, eases traffic flow. I do. I will tell you this. I prefer a roundabout over a stop. Stoplights, traffic lights. Thank you for calling it a stoplight. I was good. I'm I will never you. forget. No, the day you called it, I a did it on your behalf. Light. you did. Not. I did too. It's why I said it. Because you, you called a stoplight. It's a you traffic it light. A traffic light to pick a fight with me. Tra- and you lost <laughs> miserably. I lost. There's miserably. no Richard. It, it's a traffic light. It's not a stoplight. Miserably. Can you argue the facts of that statement? It is a traffic light. It's only a stoplight half the time. It could be a go light the other time. You can't argue with that. Traffic light's the appropriate term for it, but most people call it a stoplight. I'll give you that. Most people call it a stoplight, but it is a traffic light. And they annoy me because I think most of the time they're put there because someone's nervous. So I prefer roundabouts because you're always moving. If you're driving properly, the people know how to use them. At least you get in it and you're able to get around quicker. Are you in favor of them or no? Yeah, they're kind of cool. Nobody's around. You can go around and around and around. And around. <laughs> you would do that. Down in the city, <laughs> they have some roundabouts that uh, I don't know how a moped gets through them, let alone a motor vehicle, but they are tight. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Really tight. But you're you're generically, inherently okay with the roundabouts. You're, you're not. Yeah, I think they're kind of cool. Yeah. I think they should put, you know, famous American statues in the middle of all that. <laughs> That's great. Boy, that would make some people mad, wouldn't it? Oh, of anybody. Well, that's not true. If you put a statue up of uh, someone with a liberal persuasion, you win. Because no conservatives are going to show up and rip it down. You know why? Conservatives have this rule of law they like to uphold. This idea that legislatures and voting does this instead of violence and torches and gasoline and spray paint. Only the left does that. Only Democrats do that. Make no mistake, the people doing this vote Democrat. There were conservative people downtown cleaning the uh, paint and everything off of Robert E. Lee. The filth? Yes. And the Black Lives Matter people showed up and said, leave that alone. (laughs) That stays here until we're ready. Until we're happy and we're ready. They just, people just kept on scrubbing it. But just the dirtbags will come back and paint it again. Well, 
if it said something that the left didn't like, if it said all lives matter, they'd shrub that off as quick as possible. Yeah. But if you write F, the police, that gets to stay there. And you can have family photos around Yeah, they bring your kids yeah, out. Bring your kids out. It's a great idea. Stand up by the F now. So the roundabout in general, I think, is a good idea. I'd like to see more of them instead of traffic lights, Richard. I like four-way stops. I like – there should never be a four-way stop. There should only be a two-way stop. Why do you need four-way stops? There's no reason all four should stop. You only need two to stop. If it's a heavily, it's heavily used intersection, a four-way stop, stops everybody, and you take your turn. Very rarely. Every oh, four-way so stop. You, I'm just saying. Study now, listen, on them. I no, but most of the four-way stops I've been at, there's your, nobody there. Your whiteness is showing through. <laughs> what does that have to do with whiteness? That's how bad our culture is. Everything's a whiteness. Your whiteness is because I stop at four-way stops. I'm I'm uh, I've got my whiteness going on. I guess so. Anyway, reclaiming my time. Yeah, thank you. Uh, bald eagles two were found dead in Highland County out in Stanton this week, and um, there's a reward, Richard, for their for their capture of their Should murderer. Be a million-dollar reward that they have to work hard labor at Fort Leavenworth until they earn a million dollars to pay the fines. Are you kidding me? I was just going to argue that why are we fining people? You're telling me there's bigger All fines? All the eagles have come back Good, that we can have a couple that are dead. I'm kidding, now, obviously. These, it's a These joke. birds were shot. Well, we one of them was shot with a low caliber we rifle, and the were. other one was shot with a high caliber. Well, we don't know because we had to exhume the body, and then we took it under. This is unbelievable. With the bird was decomposed, they took the bird and X-rayed it, and then found out that it looks like it had been shot by a rifle. The well, one bird they had to put down because yes. it was injured so badly. Yeah, uh, there was no saving the poor thing. But large bullet in its hole. That's our national bird. Do you remember the first time you saw an eagle? No. You were a little bitty weasel. I said, oh, Brother Scott, Mm -hmm. look at that big bird up there. That's a bald eagle, and he'll swoop down and carry you away. (laughs) 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 He's got an eight-foot wingspan, and he'll swoop right down and pick you up by your... I'm so scarred from our our childhood. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's just... There's no doubt about it. I mean, you I, never heard the story about the bald eagles feeding it, it, all these little kids to his babies. That's horrible. I think that's a movie. You get movies in real life mixed up, and that's what you have done in your life. So the Department of Wildlife Resources responded to a farm 20 miles south of Monterey this week and uh, investigated reports of shots fired the evening before and an injured bald eagle. Apparently the uh, – the neighbor heard shots and then found the eagle injured. So people start putting money towards this. Two local stores have contributed $3,000 reward for information leading to an arrest and conviction. Do you think someone who shot a bald eagle should spend time in jail? Yes. They should lose every piece of property they have. They should make it a bird reserve, and they should spend at least 10 to 20 years every piece of in property jail. They have. And Every dime they make for that 10 to 20 years once they get out goes to a special bald eagle foundation. Isn't it interesting? There is a catch to this little story here. Isn't it interesting that we find two dead bald eagles and we're willing to hunt down this man and arrest him until there's a conviction, don't you see? Meanwhile, we're burning down Richmond. We're, we're destroying property. 
We're shooting they have people. Nothing to do with one another. No, well, I'm just saying we are very compassionate people about a bald eagle, and rightfully so. So you say, okay, bald eagles, open season. I mean, if you just what? say we're not going to hunt for the people who did this heinous crime, I didn't say that crime, because if you don't, Hate these dirt bags are going to be hunting bald eagles. No, no, no. I'm, you're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I'm not missing anything. No, you are. <laughs> I see where I you're coming from. My... Your whiteness is showing. <laughs> I think you're missing my point entirely. I mean, the, my point is, yes, we care greatly. They still have their whiteness. Okay, good point. We, I, I think people care greatly for the bald eagle. Rightfully so, Richard. I'm a huge fan of the bald eagle. I don't think people ought to be sh- murdering the bald eagle either and shooting it. But I wish we had in some ways, because a lot of this is, you know, everyone's like, oh, good, we ought to take care. But when it comes to convictions, when we arrest people trying to burn down a, a building by putting concrete in the doors so the people inside can't get out. We ought to have the same kind of fervor and anger and outrage that somebody would try to do that as we do for the bald eagle. Well, they should. And the city or state, whatever, should supply something like an AK-47 or <laughs> 50 millimeter machine gun. So if they're blocked in, they can cut their own hole in the wall with a 50 caliber. Just get out that way. Yeah. They say, and the uh, police come and they see all this rubble on the ground. Say, what is that? Well, those were the people that set us on fire. Aren't you? And I know you are. And I'm saying this because I, I know your stance on it. But when you watch these videos of what's happening in our streets with the Black Lives Matter, and the I get absolute, furious. I get so I, mad. I get so furious. These are evil people. Yes, they are. They are not to be negotiated with. They are to be defeated. And we must, as a culture and a society, not allow this. I can't believe someone can go eat at a restaurant and be attacked by the Nazis of the Black Lives Matter. Give me the salute of the Black Lives or we will destroy your dinner. What? Where? And by the way, the media is silent. You'll never see that video on ABC, NBC, or C. Why? Just ask yourself, why? Why would I never see that video on those stations? Because there's an agenda behind it. All right, in 60 seconds, what did the Lee brothers learn today? That's next, LeeBrothers.com. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers. The remaining minutes of the show are dedicated to Doc Thompson, a good friend of ours who passed away about a year and a half ago, who was instrumental in helping the Lee Brothers to be successful. He is missed, but he had a segment of his show called What Did We Learn Today? So on his namesake, the Doc Thompson, what did we learn today, Richard Lee? Your whiteness is showing. Well, we learned that. Oprah, weeks and weeks ago. No doubt about that. Here's what we learned today. It only matters what you think you are in your head than what you really are. And a federal court judge ruled that way. That's a open up for a... That's big. Big, big, big. What, what else we learned today, Richard? It's time for our government to stand up to these dirt bags that are burning these cities and tearing these people's businesses down burning everything in sight it's time this government stepped up and they don't want to use rubber bullets so be it well here speaking of the rubber bullets what we learned today is the virginia democrats are not on your side they're not on the side of law and order they're not on the side of the police force four bills in the general assembly prove just that that's what we learned today in regards to the virginia democrats richard lee also learned that uh, one of those stupid bills makes assaulting a police officer a misdemeanor. Disgusting. 
Here's what else we learned today. We learned that in the workplace, you're there to work, not protest, not make a statement, not wear a shirt, not walk out. Your job is to do that job you were hired to do, LeBron James. It doesn't matter what's happening in the country. Play basketball. We also learned if you kill a bald eagle, (laughs) you know, you may pay the ultimate price yourself. You're going to go to prison. You're going to be fined of everything you have, including your IT. And you're going to work off at least 20 to 50 years at Fort Leavenworth. We also learned there's good reason that Biden should not debate. (laughs) And that was exposed this show. There's very good reason Nancy Pelosi says we don't want to debate Trump because he proves it every time he finds a microphone. We also learned that Joe Biden is a psychic because he can answer the next question (laughs) way ahead of the last question. (laughs) That's a very good point. Darn it. That's a good one. And the media lets him get away with it. So true. We also learned that Mike Pence, even though he's vice president of the United States, he can't speak at a commencement address. It must be stopped. And it was for good reason, because the harm to the children, don't you see? All right. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all... Not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.